Pierre de Ligne. Congratulations with the Opel Prize. Thank you. What does this prize mean to you personally? For myself, it's people I respect telling me that they appreciate the work I have done, and this is something which is always agreeable to hear. You obviously work at a very high level, and many of your professor colleagues they tell me that they don't exactly understand what you do, although they can recognize the proofs, of mm -hmm. course, and your mathematical proofs. How do you go about to get your ideas? Because you, you combine different topics and you see patterns where other people don't see them. How, what do you do to get these ideas? Usually I don't have in mind specific question, but if something interests me, I try to get some overall picture of how things connected to one with the other. And I really say picture, counterexample, things which trying to, to see what I don't understand also, which is worth looking, or things, place where some discrepancies between elladic number against complex number occurring in the same place, which looks a little strange. So those are the things I first try to look. Now, I must say often also I am spurred to some no new direction by contact with mathematicians who will attract my attention to something they have done which I don't understand and which I want to understand better. I have been told that you go to bed when you need to get things done. Ah, I've <laughs> it's, this is a very better position to do mathematics than uh, being sitting on a table, yes. And also, if you have a, a bed around you, you can put many paper around and you pick the one you need. You were talking about this in your speech um, at the University of Ola. Um, you were talking about the curiosity mm -hmm. in mathematics. And um, many of your colleagues, and Professor Robert McPherson included, they seem to believe in this child development theory mm -hmm. about mathematicians at a higher level, mm -hmm. that they have a kind of a frozen personality. Mm -hmm. They have kept their playfulness and their curiosity from mm -hmm. childhood. And McPherson he believes he is about like eight years old. Mm -hmm. And he says that when he talks to other mathematicians, sometimes he feels like he's talking to somebody from kindergarten, mm -hmm. and other times it's like some, somebody from their early teens. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this theory? Not really, <laughs> but I think it's quite reasonable. And I think it's good that mathematicians are very tolerant of each other's idiosyncrasies. If some mathematicians want to play with the child of the family under the table for the whole evening, that's perfectly all right among mathematicians. It's hard for me to tell what age I have. Something between 10 and 14, I think. Okay. So what exactly about you is 10 years old? Uh, I, I like new things. And uh, if I, I, I don't think if something looks important or not, if there is some problem with looks nice, even if it's some kind of backwater, possibly from other people, I will try to look and see what it is. Um, I'm a little shy and afraid of contact with people sometimes. I don't know if this is childish or not. 
You've actually been following your heart then when you're working. Oh yes, and uh, there it, it was just pushing me in the same direction, but did once give me a very good advice, which is do what you want to do. And um, that was an excellent advice he gave me. So what do you do when you don't want to think about mathematics? When you want to empty your brain? Uh, I like to walk, I like to do some gardening. Not that the result is good, but uh, just gardening itself. Uh, I've been told that you've been trying to, to grow some artichokes for like 30 years. With yes, no that's true. Each time it froze over or it grows just like this. Uh, I had tiny flowers, because it's not artichoke I care about, but it gives a beautiful flower and I like the smell very much. But in the June, yes, I no success. Okay. And in winter time, if there is enough snow, you build an igloo to sleep yeah. in it. Yes, well, if I can. There's not enough snow now in Princeton, but every other year it's possible. And now I have a technique for doing it. You need a square paper basket to uh, um, put snow in it and you make it a little more compact. Then you have a circle of bricks. You need the correct diameter because you need to sleep. It has to be long enough. But if it is too long, it will collapse. So. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you actually sleep in it then? But when it's done, you would not just look at it. You want to do something nice with it. You have to be careful. The air is well protected by the structure, but the ground is really cold. So that if you do it, I advise you to have good protection on the soil, some air mattress, some deer skin if you have, but that's important. We don't sleep too much in igloos in Norway. Ah. We could have, but we don't. Yes. So we have enough snow, but I guess we, we're not like 10 years old or something. Yes. So it's <laughs> <coughs> you top-level mathematicians, you seem so sharing with each other. You share all the time mm -hmm. your results, your work. Mm -hmm. You work on each other's work. Yes, of course. Why is it like this? You seem so little protective. For me it looks hard and natural. And, um, I guess it's quite common to mathematics, but maybe Grothendieck was an extreme example of doing like that. And there I followed this footstep. You had a group of people working with him and we did not really care who was doing what. Grothendieck had the main ideas and uh, it's so much pleasant to be able to tell to people what we are doing, what is interesting and uh, to try sometimes to translate to from what one person does to another. Like once I was very struck by some work of Megboot. I spoke to it to Bernstein in Moscow and then uh, he, he knew what it what should be done, what these structures were and so speaking to one with the other, it's not just the two people speaking, but all the knowledge there from other people and such confrontation of knowledge is crucial for progressing. And uh, in a way, often I, I don't care who has proved something. I am very glad if somebody proves something. So if one just wants general progress in mathematics, then it's natural to fare. It's also like you work on the same building, isn't it? Because it's, it's mm -hmm. getting taller to the uh, centuries. Yes, I, I like in Recolte de Semai, Grothendieck has very nice uh, metaphor for what we are doing, that he was 
building some house for mathematician, he was somewhat angry that it, we did not complete it according to his plan at time, but still we, we <laughs> kept his idea of building and that it be usable for other mathematicians. So sometimes this is a little painful for things to be really if you take too many shortcuts, maybe the paper will be further and you have less work, but it will be less useful for other people. You should give things in reasonable generality so that they can be unexpected application to it also. Unexpected by yourself, but other people will see it. Some people have described it like when other mathematicians try to get through a valley, they fill it with concrete and they try to walk over. But you seem to build a hanging bridge, a, a um, suspension bridge. Yes. M my master was really filling uh, the valley. I am not as powerful as he was, so I do what I can, and this is what I can do. <laughs> Some people are even much better. Faltings is really extraordinary. Somebody completed the image by telling that Faltings take a rope, throw it to the mountain top, and then he's able to climb. And these ideas, the idea of a, of a suspension bridge, do you mm. get it like this, or is it just methodical, slow work? Well, it's methodical. I cannot be really methodical, but when you s begin to see how things fit together, you can guess what possible path there is to reach some goal, and often it will not work, but sometimes it will. So I think it's quite important that there are many different personalities and age also, presumably, among mathematicians. And uh, this is very useful because for some problem, some people will do it much better than others. So if you have a problem involving proving some identities, ask Don Zagier, and in a few weeks you will have the answer. <laughs> Don't ask me, I am terrible for that. <laughs> Well, you in particular, you are known to be the opposite of self-important. Um, mm -hmm. I think for even those who in this audience who have known you for like 30 or 40 years, this might be the first time they see you in a suit, is that right? Yes, I <laughs> think so. And, and my daughter has been busy taking pictures because she almost never saw him like that. Um, you don't have any formerly students. Why? Maybe this is part of my fineness and also that the meaning of student has changed with time. When I was 20, uh, the tradition in France was that everyone was responsible for finding one's own problem. So Grothendieck did not give any subject to anyone. One learned a lot by working with him, developing his idea. But then sometime one had to decide, I want to do this make the work, collect the jury, and then that was the thesis. And uh, so for me, this was this natural, so I find it difficult to function in a system which is not like that. And the other thing is that I don't want to feel responsible for somebody else, because it's very delicate to find a problem which is interesting and uh, not too difficult. And the most interesting problems are 
often inaccessible. So do you advise this to the student to do, or do you suggest something kind of routine? Uh, I don't want to be the one deciding about that. So when people ask me if I want to be advised, I say no. But if they have any question, I will be very happy to think about what they are doing, to give suggestions if I have any. Usually I don't have any answer to the question they ask, but I answer with counter questions, and that's sometimes useful also. That's also something I've heard, that when you were helping your children with their homework, mm -hmm. and they were asking for your help, you like, you didn't suggest one solution, you suggested like five or seven ways yes, of solving of the course. problem. Please, Daddy, <laughs> give us one answer, please. <laughs> <coughs> But still your colleagues, they describe you, you sit in the common room in the university with your newspaper mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there would be this young person, a student, mm -hmm. approaching you with mm -hmm. a question mm -hmm. and you would always put your paper away and you will spend hours talking to them yes, and explaining sure. things to them. Yes. And you would never reject a question as stupid or ignorant or, oh, no, or something because like that. I remember from myself that I asked stupid questions and I am very glad that I was not said it was stupid, it's much better to explain. Uh, it's normal to be ignorant and one would encourage people to ask questions which may look stupid. So it's, it's a kind of a payback time now then? Oh yes, I w I've been so much helped by so many people and institutions that um, I try to help when I can. So I try to help with money from the Balzan Prize for young mathematicians in Moscow. I do what I can. I, many things I cannot do, but a little I can. The Arbel Prize, that's one million dollars. Mm -hmm. Have you decided what to do with them? Not in a precise way. I know roughly what some institute and I want to give some money. There is the Institute for Advanced Study, where I want to give some. <laughs> the Institute de scientific. In a way it's never not so important for either of them, but it's a way for me to express that such institutions which encourage curiosity-driven research is something really crucial. That's one side, that's thankfulness. And uh, some other part I want to direct toward Russian mathematics, because this is some nostalgia of ve very good memories of the 70s and 80s when I was there. And um, things have been downhill since this time. But there are still some very good people, some very good, some new very good institutions. There is now, there is the independent university, but this one is somewhat safe now. The higher school of economics as a math department, which is an outfit of the independent university, where many good people are, and I would say that they have only 50 students, but the quality is better than the one of the students at the university. And also, I admire very much the work of the Dynasty Foundation. It's one of the very few Russian Foundation giving money for science. And they not only give money mainly for young people in mathematics, physics, biology, but also have an aspect of vulgarization of science, which I think is very well done. So 
And there also it's kind of a token of admiration. The monies will not be so significant for them. But this is very much about young people and the future of mathematics, isn't it? Yes, because IHVS and IES also are very important for young people. It's a place where young people meet with old people. Yes, there is this aspect of curiosity-driven research, but also the aspect of unity of mathematics, which is very important to both. For then there are other research institutions one could say curiosity-driven, but where they have programs for three months and three months another thing. Those institutions are rather special that they always try to have different uh, orientation in the same time, and so to foster contact between people of different subspecialties of mathematics, and also contact with physics, which is quite important. If, she, if you should look upon yourself as a young student, mm -hmm. and you look upon yourself now, mm -hmm. so what do you see? What has mathematics been in your life? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, almost. Um, a great source of joy. Um, no, that, that's really the main part of my life. Of, of course, I am married, I have children, but still mathematics is first. <laughs> <laughs> there is an ancient wisdom that the truly greatest geniuses also at the same time are the most humble people. Mm -hmm. And I think you obviously are one of them. It's been great talking to you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you.